Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today we've got a special episode for you. We're going to do an update on the Fantasy Corn League. So we are now currently surrounded by individual stocks of corn from the plot. We're going to have a discussion on what we're noticing so far as we creep closer to harvest this season. With me today are Bill Schomburg. Hey guys. Max Garvey. What's up everybody? Todd Schomburg. Hey to all the Tilties out there. Special guest Doug Hintz. Hi. <clears throat> and I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. So here we are. We talked brewers last week, and it's not getting any better. We were somewhat at excited. All. Yeah, I mean, you, you hope that maybe they'd figure something out after a couple games, tune up a little bit. But now we've tuned down. Jerry Reinsdorf and Mark Antanasio are in a book club together. <laughs> How to, to blow up a team. It's the opposite of the secret to success. How to take second place in your division consistently. Right. How to have a World Series contender and make sure they don't win. They're the Mike McCarthy of baseball, is what you're saying? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think we're all just in shock. Of, of like, you thought maybe, you're like, oh, he's pitched the eighth inning. He'll be okay in the ninth, and then he just gets shelled, and yeah. it's not good. It, it's just, I'm, it's I'm, hard to watch. When that. your only scores are two solo home runs in a game. That you then, I mean, it ties it up with the second one late in the game, but you just can't blow that then. you got to try. It's hard because they aren't, they were scoring runs, like, right after the All-Star break, then they aren't so much now. It's like, you still got to score runs to win. You can't win a lot of games by scoring two runs. Do you want to hear my theory? Always. (laughs) They were scoring more runs before because they had the back-end support, and it takes a lot of pressure off the batter. Yeah. And when you know you don't have that that killer in the back, I think it puts more pressure on the batters and it makes swinging. It's kind of like how they talk about how the Packers defense should be better because they know they have Rodgers on the other side and he's going to figure it out. Right. Like say, I would say it's probably the same mentality. Those guys are going up there thinking, Hey, I got maybe a hater. I mean, we don't got to score much. And now that the pressure's on, it's been harder to score. Yeah. It's harder to watch. When they first said he got traded, I was like, okay, he got traded. We probably got something good for him, and it's probably better for our team. You know, we can make do. Then when they gave us, when they told us our return on investment. You basically got to hope now that the two guys that are in the minors are something. Because the one guy's gone. They DFA'd him, and he got picked up by the Rockies. What? The other guys. What now? So, like, one of the guys in the trade. Is gone already. Is gone. He's already gone, yeah. They, does it, so, and so for free. Basic, gone for free. So, basically, like, designating <laughs> so then, for assignment means, right. like, hey, you're going to the minors. It's waivers. It basically is waivers. waivers. Like, so, if no one picks you up, we might give you a contract or not. So, the Rockies picked them up. It was, like. Was it that fast guy? No, it was, no, it was uh, a pitcher. Pitcher, yeah. It was not Billy Mays Hayes. Okay. But still, like. Then doesn't that even make us feel worse? Like at it least does, before you're correct. Like, oh, we got four chances. Well, one now, of those yep. already sucks. Now we're down to seventy five percent chance. Yep. Yeah. And the other guy's hurt. There's another guy who's hurt, right? Yeah, and the Taylor Rogers, their left handed closer that was just supposed to be hater like replacement. He's meh. How is Hader doing with the Padres? I haven't looked. Yeah, I I, yeah, I don't want to look either. Like, I don't I, want I, sand I, kicked in my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that. I'm like, oh, I, I hope he sucks there because that's all we can hope Just got to have your blinders on like that. <laughs> looking. Thank don't you. But our guy at the Timber Rattlers is now the... Fangs? No. no. Jackson Trio. Yeah. He's now the number two prospect in baseball. He's awesome. Yeah. Can we bring up Fang? 
I mean, it's worth a shot. I'd bring man. up Whiffer first. Whiffer, Whiffer yeah, first. Whiffer's Sorry. probably better. What is what position is this uh, Tim Rattler guy? Okay, and he's good. That's yep. cool. Yep. Maybe we can get one of the cows from the Utter Tuggers. Yes. Pull them up. I don't know. We went to a Doug and I went to a Tim Rattler game. That, well, we went to an Utter Tugger game this year. Oh yeah. Which is Tim Rattler's. June Dairy in month. June, June Dairy month. Yeah. Well, one weekend in June Dairy month. Yeah. Not e- it's not even all of the month. Yeah, it's just like one home stand. Yeah, coming up in rights on this weekend is the kicking uh, it with the cows. Kicking it with the cows mm-hmm. race. Yeah. Yeah. So sign up out there if you want to run yeah. a five Ks or ten Ks. I am not. D- but Bill? I think people can are, you beat a cow in a five K? I, I mean, I think most people should be able to. The cow doesn't like, know it has to run five K though. Yeah. Quit. Do they, they have a isn't cow that what a, the whole case? No, I don't think that they would be have, awesome. I don't think they have a cow run I the think race, Tito would get a hold of that yeah. one pretty quick. Yeah. I think they just have the cows there so you can take pictures with them. With and, the cows, yeah. yeah. Whose cows are they? I think they're milk source cows? I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I know they advertise it quite a bit, yeah. milk source. I have no idea. Maybe they're kicking it with the cow. I'm sure there's people dressed up like cows that'll be there. Oh, always. yeah. Guaranteed. That's a good, that's a good move. And in other news, it's what season, man? No, no. Football is back, yes. baby. So you we, missed the perfect transition we, in utter news. Utter news. Oh, Ooh, come yeah, on, man. I like it. I like it. Utter I news. like it. Football is back. So, so we what don't have to talk it, about baseball anymore. What makes it back? Just to start a training well, camp? Well, actually, family you, night. Actually, if you're like a, like a diehard football guy, like, like I myself am, Football's back like 300 times between the Super Bowl and the actual first game where football's truly back. So, so like, like the draft, the draft, football's, football's back, baby. <laughs> and then when they do like the rookie mini camp, it's like, football's back. OTAs, football's back. And then when real training camp starts, then it's like I, football's back. Then the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame games. It. I say Hall of Fame games usually, yeah. Maybe. I feel like it's just when Rogers shows up. Yeah, it is. It, if yeah. they actually play the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> Well, true. That Remember that year we did Actually, play, right. right? Packers family night is the one that like you're like football back. You know, here. Speaking of that, Matt, they should have let the had the Packers do it this year because Butler was at the Hall of Fame. It's always a team that the players are in the Hall of, get inducted right. in the Hall of Fame. It's one of those teams. They should have had a redo and let the Packers do it. Yeah, maybe the field wouldn't have melted this year. So wasn't that it was like the pellets or something all started to melt because Mel- yeah. it was so hot. That's why they couldn't play the game. It was unsafe. That was a long time ago now. Is that LaFleur's first year? Uh, Andrew Luck's last yeah. year. Mm. I think, right? I don't, I don't remember. Because I think the Colts were supposed to play in that one, I think. Was yeah, it? I could be wrong. I thought it was this. No. Not the maybe Steelers. I can't remember. They didn't have the ground screw that the Big Ten has, though. Obviously, because oh, yeah. the Big Ten okay. would have figured it out. Ripping the scene. The Big Ten. Well, I mean, it's in Ohio. Look at the sports teams in Ohio, especially the football teams. Sad, sad. You, you know, <laughs> not a lot of uh, encouragement there to to keep the field up. I guess it's back though. But can we talk for like just real quick about how like the biggest story coming out of training camp is that some seventh round wide receiver that fourth. Well, there's there also a lot of talk about the seventh round guy. And I yeah, Toure from the Nebraska. Yeah, is, yeah. is it just, Dubs or how do you pronounce Dubs? It? Dubs, 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 and then Toure, 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 There's a there's a lot of talk Toure. about. He torched the Badgers. <laughs> 
<laughs> Badger, Badger killer. Badger's had a good defense. Great. So, number one in the country. Yeah. So it's like a, it's almost it's like an NFL defense. It's true. I just said, I have a subpar quarterback at Nebraska. So right. It'd feel a lot better if, like, you know, the two first round picks we had were lighting it up. That'd be. Just first round picks are notoriously time. they are yeah. failures. You just gotta read more articles. <laughs> just gotta find yeah, the articles. Find the right things to you. But reading the right sports article. Oh, are they, like, could you imagine writing these articles for for practice? Practice, like, and how? Yeah. Oh, it's gotta be just the worst. No. Like, well, because like everybody's I, everybody's great right now. Yeah. Like, the one I read, Quay Walker did awesome at Family geez. Night. But don't you think if a fourth rounder or a seventh rounder is having a good camp, it's like, oh my god, how did he fall? Like, blah blah blah. But if a first rounder has a good camp, well. They should. Good. They should have they one. Should. Yeah, right. And if they don't, like Rashawn Gary, they're a bust. Oh. Right. Remember yeah. when Josh Jackson had a really good camp? Yeah, <laughs> he he worked out. I think there's a whole list of it's you could around. say. Remember when, blah 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 had a camp and yeah, T Buck had a really good camp. He's the man. Is that like? When you put Troy Aikman and Joe no, Buck together, Terrell, Terrell Buckley. Terrell Buckley. I, I know. I'm kidding. That's a long time ago. Were you even born? I don't think so. I doubt you were. Yeah. No. I just know uh, Bill Schrader told a story about he was in camp with T Buck, and T Buck t- talked a lot of trash about how like don't put this sorry white guy out here, and then uh, he torched him. Sh- Schrader torched him, and T Buck lost his mind and got kicked out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was a good, yep. Fun. All right. You guys ready to talk some corn? Yeah, we can. We talked about our corn. favorite football teams and our favorite baseball teams. So now our favorite corn team. We're sur- surrounded by our corn teams. So uh, we had our director of research, Derek, go and get a bunch of statistics for us on this kind of later season. And yeah, got a stock from each of our team out there to kind of represent us and be around us. So it's Looking looking good out there, though. I mean, all tasseled, all pretty much R2, which is brown silk, kind of on pretty much all the varieties. So that's good. No, yeah, no yeah the upside of, with the eight-foot ceiling is everything looks super tall it looks indoors. Here, yes. yeah. yeah, you're right. Everyone is touching the ceiling, all tassels. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that are, you can tell, are, that's they're maxing out at the ceiling. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we got a bunch of kind of things to run down here. We got stand count, the height at V12, and then the height at R1. So you could kind of compare early season and which ones come on late season. Stem diameter and then kernels around. So he, Derek did ask me about kernels long, and it's just a little early to kind of guess yeah. at that, obviously. Right. We don't, hopefully, we're hopefully got lots of rain, so now we can fill, we can out. fill out. We did? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, where were you? Yes. Listen, yes, the corn uh, league. Listening to it. Got about four and a half inches with a ton of thunder and yeah. lightning. Lots yeah. of lightning like, for that extra no. nitrogen shot. You yeah, know, there was some, no. some light show going on. No, see, like the thunder, Seymour Thunder represented that night. Like, <laughs> okay. You could tell why it has that nickname. Like Max New to Town, you're probably like. I'm so I, glad I I'm here. It is just so it, rolling. The heck with the Irish. It beat the pants off the tornado. Like, yeah. As far well, as was, like. You. You like could a show? feel that. The, yes, it was. Did you, lose, did you lose power? Yes. yes. Yep. For another 10 seven, hours. Seven hours. Yeah, I was say 10 hours. Yeah, we were 10 hours. <laughs> Mine was only seven. So you guys just can't pretty wait normal. catch a break here. But the upside was, so like the quick trip on the edge of town did not lose power, and neither did 
uh, I, like this. What's odd is where, where the tornado town. hit worse. They kept power. Right. They're well, they're because they got, they're they got all new system. Yeah, yeah. But they up. they've lost random power like since the tornado like two or three times. Yeah. For yeah, and for no reason. Like on for a no, Sunday, yeah, just a random. sunny Tuesday afternoon, they're yep. just like, hey, no power over here. What's going on? So so they were spared this time. The rest of us knocked out. I was just getting my generator ready actually. When the power kicked back, kicked back on. on, that's how you get it to go on. Right, I that's what I figured. That. I said I should have gotten out like, earlier. No, I yeah. got mine out and got. What's in the over under on how long you wait before you pull out? Oh, the I've generator. had it like literally minutes, which is unreal. Even even where I used to live, when I lived in Wrightstown, across the road was like on a different grid, and I knocked on my neighbor's door and like strung out a extension cord, cord all the way. Kyle's such a nice and, guy. Uh, yeah, and. And just about to plug it in, and yeah, power goes power on. So pretty much every power outage, I go. I, I bet you my neighbor kicked the theirs line. on not five minutes before the power came back. <laughs> they weren't screwed. I was around. like, oh, there's the first generator. Like I heard it. <laughs> there's the first one, and then all the lights came on. I went. <laughs> yeah, no, I popped the screen. Was unwinding the extension cord, getting ready to throw her out there, and beep beep beep. Like the stove kicked out. Like oh, all right, guess I can put the screen back in now. So anyway, four and a half inches of rain on our on our plot. And here. I did get sent a pic of like it shows a map of lightning strikes, and if you zoom in, it was literally over TTR headquarters. Mm. There was a lightning strike. So nice somewhere. Yes. So not only did the the tornado take out the barn, it also has now been struck by lightning. So we are. Uh, I think the yes, it's it definitely happened right here. One of those big old cracks was right here. There was a lot of them. There was a lot. Yeah, my parents' house got. Nailed. They actually fried a breaker. Ooh, so it's a good one. That, yeah, yeah. That's it. Didn't fry any electronics in there. Nope, home, just it? one breaker, which was weird, but good. Better than yeah. That's the lucky. I'll take that. So yeah. But yeah, no, we got some nice looking corn. Like you said, Todd Brown silks on pretty much all of it. A few few blondies hanging out a little bit, but uh, I know. A couple of the cobs got pulled down, so we're in in milk stage on on most of it. I didn't see anything that was blister. I didn't notice anything. It's kind of that between. If you guys got in there and light blister, early milk in a couple spots. Yeah, you know. I thought you'd see more of the day length variation because we got ninety day to a hundred day in here, and you actually don't. I mean, it's. They look more neck and neck than you'd think they would, so that's interesting. I think I, like. I think if we opened all these cobs and held them right next to each other, you we'll might see it a little bit more. Yeah. But the, as far as the outside appearance, you know, looking no, at silks, they're, they're not. But it's that. not like way off. I put it that way. Yeah. So. Uh, I flew the plot with the drone uh, before we started here, and there were a few spots you could tell either there weren't as many leaves, or maybe the re- leaves were a little more um, upright. Upright where. You could see into the plot a little bit more, a little more green compared to seeing the tassels. So there was some differences you could see physically, uh, even from up high in the air. But it's still pretty good for, like you said, that date range to be holding up pretty well against so each other. We want to lay out what these statistics are that we have as of right now. Yeah, so stay and count. There's some teams that are kind of you know, doing better as a team, and there's some varieties that kind of held out so our, our top stand count variety is a crop plan 3490 so you know that one's sticking out that's actually one of mine that that is the top stand count and then the lowest one is what rank 561 yep so that's one of bills that came back at the lowest so you got kind of a variation there but that, that one has 
the highest kernels round. Right. Which it which should, it, which right? it should yeah. You hope it kind of even lengthwise balances you hope out it balances that, that out. And then the spreads is like two thousand plants, so we don't have a huge variation no. that way. So you got something that's like an absolute dog that's like yeah, right. five thousand behind. Right. So really, in that parameter, I don't think you know. Even at two thousand, you know, like Bill, when we're doing variable rate. All oh, right. You know, you you set those within like four thousand of each other to really see differences. Mm-hmm. So gotta, yeah, you got to check your math there. Did you find a lower one? Yeah, you said the spread. It's oh. it's thirty. 535 sorry that's still not it might be something from high to low but you can you can kind of make up for that in girth and length so i know you went to seymour schools but. <laughs> i was in math class with you matt so. <laughs> you were, you were there's, your, math. Math. Matt, no, there's your problem, <laughs> there's your problem. <laughs> all right how about height yeah so we got we got two different height readings here too so we have a height at v12 and then a height at R1. We'll talk about the V12 height first. Um, our the tallest one here, if I can if I can read good, is 3715. Doug, Doug's yep. Dairyland 3715. <clears throat> and then the shortest one was 4018. Actually, yep, Dairyland 4018. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, that's kind that's of a kind surprise. Of a silage type of variety, typically that you'd expect to be. So obviously that probably comes on late and that kind of stuff, but yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. So and then the the tall. So Matt has the shortest variety at V twelve, but also the highest team average at V twelve for height. So so he's got some pretty got good a, size. I actually got a pretty good mix, and, which is surprising that I ended up with. Yeah, you, a, you got dang near the highest, and then tall's and shorts. Yeah. We have the ours our sheet. You can't see this over the airwaves, but our sheet is color coded. You know, red being bad, green being good, and Matt literally has a perfect gradient from green down to red <laughs> through his team. Yeah, it's a nice even distribution. Did you draft based on that? Yes, that was exactly my plan. <laughs> I always struggle with height because <laughs> height had V twelve. Height has like yeah, height had V twelve is like. <laughs> Almost, I would say, dang near zero to do with great yeah. yield, but oh, yeah. it is. If we so, had these statistics last year, you would have seen the exact same thing. It's just how I roll. That's... <laughs> yeah. Everybody Matt, else dra- is drafted on day length. Matt and... wanted to say this height at the 4th of July, like knee high by the 4th. Yeah. He knew his corn would be over knee high by the 4th. And apparently 4018 barely made that. So, no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that short. I w- I'm going to put this one out there uh, before we go on to the next one. At, um, Legend forty three ninety seven Tricepta, which is on my team, is in the bottom quarter of the heights. At um, so just keep that as we go into the next. Just remember 4397. that forty three ninety seven. What did I say? Forty three ninety seven, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Tricepta, 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 Triceratops, Triceratops. Yeah. So then, as we go into the height at R one, which um, that's that's going to be our next category here. The tallest one in there is. Look at that. Legend, 4397. Well, I'm just saying it went from bottom quarter to the top. Yeah. Like number one. That's pretty impressive. I mean, to do that, regardless of whose team it's on. It likes hot and dry. Yeah. Apparently it likes hot and dry. You know yeah. what? It's funny you say that because I did actually target this variety on some high dry sandy ground. So um as a, per the recommendation of a legend dealer. He said that this is the high dry one, man, so we tried her out. Good. That sure. that one, and this is my Seymour math by hand, 70 inches. 
from those two stages, which is not very far apart. V12 to R1 is not no, like a crazy. No. Like literally, it grew more past V12 than it did up to. Yes. Yeah, where yeah. all the other ones, it's like flip flop. So that that yeah. is unbelievable. And then the uh, the shortest one at V12 is on Bill's team B94Z97. Some Bravant. Bravant. So. And I've been targeting that more for grain and silage. So, that, well, and this is a grain plot. So, right. and mean, those the people that sell it one typically that is a grain variety. So, yes, I mean that. I, honestly, in some ways, that might, like I said, shorter can be better. Like you don't, you know, for silage height can matter yeah. some, but even there's some shorter silages that still do well too. And so. I don't, I don't remember the sales pitch on this one from last year, but. It very well could be one of those corns. They say this is one of them ugly corns. It's real yeah. short, real yeah. short until you're on the combine. You've all you've heard it yeah. before. This is an ugly corn. Don't look at it, but it's going to yield well. You know, sure that kind of deal. As long as it's got those solar panels out and it's taking up that energy. It's deep kernels, deep, deep kernels. kernels. Yeah, you yeah. gotta have deep kernels. Deep kernels. Deep if you don't have deep kernels, high starch. So Max, you were, you know, like I wouldn't say behind that. Nobody was. At V12 lower. in height, but he was I, definitely well, lower. And then I was Max in pulls place. into the mad lead. Like, he is now the tallest of teams out there. I was in last place at V12. So that is I'm a in wild first place jump. at R1. Yeah. yeah. So, that, so that even, like, knowing that a little bit and what yours, if yours could grow that well through that dry period, I mean, that might equate the, to two beating us in the, yield potentially. The here. other thing is my tallest variety at V12 is now my shortest variety at R1. Yes. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. No. So literally, that one horse won you that race, is what you're. No, 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 no. My tallest, tallest variety at, at V12 so flip flopped even went yeah, okay, to the very you. bottom of my <laughs> list. Yeah, the tallest. Yeah, grew the most to V12, and then, and then the least was phoned it in for the last yes. little bit there. It's putting all that energy in making that kernels, baby. That year <laughs> early on. Uh yeah. I mean. It's in the middle of the pack as far as kernels. Are. We'll get to that one next or in a minute here, but yeah, it's in the middle of the pack on kernels around. So, yeah, and then uh, the next one, stem diameter. So, so these are in millimeter and oh, um, thick your corn. Yeah, is. Derek kind of uses like a caliper and measures kind of around it for silage. Again, this parameter is very helpful. Grain, yeah, still good to know. Yep. Stock expansion, higher digestibility. Well, your standability could be affected by this. There's a lot of factors that could play into it. There, there's no doubt about it. Some little scrawny, spindly plant probably isn't as healthy, probably isn't going to yield, right? So, I mean, if you can get these yep. big, huge, you know, forearm girth yep. plants. I mean, Even the, nitrogen uptake, like a lot of uptake. Yep. You get in that stalk, and then when you put the cob on, it goes from the stalk to into to that cob. Him. So you got a bigger kind of pool to pull from. So Doug pulls in the lead there with the biggest stock diameter at yes. 150. Well, that's total. So basically, he had the high at 20, 28.95 millimeters. And if you look at the height at R1, it was the short, second shortest corn. <laughs> so that's short so and it's fat. A, it's, it's a short, yeah. Built yeah. like me, short and fat. <laughs> so it's putting more into the stock than it yeah. is to the height, which, yeah. And that is NK9874. Have you guys used that for silage ever, or? I do I, believe I have. Yeah, I think so too. The NK varieties that we drafted are near the top in stem diameter. I noticed that both I, of them. I some of the uh, drafted. Some of the because NK has the Enogen varieties, and some of those are looking like yeah, big yeah. old plants out there. 
Growing telephone poles. Yeah. No, they are. Growing telephone poles. And at the bottom with 23 millimeters. Nope. Was, oh, oh, nope. Wrong did one. I find, uh, Bill, I at the it. top there, 3601, 22.98. Yeah, just, yep. just below. Yep. One two hundredths of a millimeter. Yes. <laughs> but both are Dairyland varieties that were so, near the so bottom. So that's more of a, a smaller stock at, and that is the Dairyland 3601. So that newer chrome variety kind of has more of like, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't want to say spindly at that because that, it's hard to define that because it still looks pretty good sitting there behind you, Bill. But it, yeah, not as not as girthy as some of those other ones. You know, some of these it's funny they don't look that different. But when you look at these numbers, I mean, you're talking let's see, twenty two point nine to what was it? What was the biggest 28. one? Twenty eight nine five. I mean, six millimeters. I don't know my millimeters very well. So like half half a centimeter, basically. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. I always think stem diameter is a very underrated stat because it's hard to measure. Like height, you, you know, it's sure. easy, like, oh, man, that yeah. one's super tall and looks good. You don't carry around your... Like, like f- the free tape measure you get when you sign up at Curves. <laughs> well, I was going to say your tailoring tape, yes. yeah, like where you measure sure. your waist. But how much of it is, is, is because of plant population, too? Oh yeah, I mean that. You know, like if right, we're if pushing you compared... these populations, we're not going to get these diameters either. And there's yeah. no doubt, and you said it before, but stock diameter is a that's a silage stat. I mean, that's 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 a silage stat in the fact that like that's a big topic right now is talking oh, yeah. about for stock s- diameter. For silage, well, yeah. think of what you do, like lignin around the plant, yep. and you gain you have less lignin just by stock diameter. So, I still think it matters in these grain plots, but it, we don't really know how much it matters, I, I don't think, at all. Nope. And that, too, these are all relative to these varieties against each other. We're, we don't have a yeah. basis that we're going off of, like, oh, well, this is in the lowest percentile or whatever. It's This is all just relative in the plot. So then we move into Colonel's Round, and that was quite a range. We've got the bottom at 13.3 kernels round. That was a Bravant variety. And like you said, we don't have length yet, so we can't really compare if it's a... But they look pretty long. <laughs> they look, they look very long. Yeah. Yeah. Look the good news, though, with that one, Doug, is it's one of the higher stand counts. Yeah. So you might yep. not have the kernels round, but you got more of them out there. Yeah. I do... I do think it's interesting that the kernel round average is only one kernel difference, sixteen oh to seventeen oh, like sure team the team average. average. Yeah, there's only one kernel, which kind of makes sense, but it also tells me that we're dialing in pretty close there in the end. We're all going to be, yeah. That is what like remember last year how close we were in yield from yeah. top to bottom, and like you say, to be that close in kernels around that is. Okay, that there's close. there's no mystery when we get to pick this that like we should only be picking good and I got They're these big good. air quote varieties, right? Yeah. Good varieties. We're not picking hey, we got stuck with this or hey, this is all the dealer had left after first crop was cut and we wanted to plant it, right? We should yeah. so these should be relatively close. Yeah. Um but Yeah, then you jump jump back up to a lot of varieties that were like eighteen arounds. So there's a big chunk of them. Near the top, and Bravant was in there too. So and rank, rank, we got two at the top. Yeah, so rank, rank's got two in the top plus another one in that 
that batch of 18. So, yeah, there's there's some potential out there. Now, if we compare that to the stand count, we might find that that's right. part of the reason too. But what one thing that is scary on here is how many 16s there are that we basically averaged like a 16. And I think we're all seeing that in the field is a lot more 14 to 16 rounds in general than 16. I mean, they're out there, the 18s and the 20s. I, they're out I there. I said some 20s this morning. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I'm not corn. saying they're they're out there. <laughs> but when it comes down to guys asking, like, hey, how is my corn versus last year's yield? It's like you, we didn't we didn't set up for to be as good as last year. Yeah. Last year, the early season lot. stress and yeah and yeah. Last year was a lot more 18s in general. So I, I think it is varietal. It's, it's different companies. And, and again, length yeah. matters as well. But I would say when guys ask me, like, oh, I'll yield as good as last year. And it's like, eh, Last not, year was pretty good. Yeah, last, last year was year yeah, gonna be pretty high mark. Be, it's going to be tough to be. And, and there's drowned oats. And I, yeah. Last year last, was almost Well, it depends where you go. There's, it's either was dry as dry can be or it was wet like there was not a lot of in between i felt like last year ended up really well but it was kind of surprising when we got there yes yeah the corn didn't look that good and like we started doing yield estimates you're like holy smokes this can't be right and then they started harvesting and your yield estimates were low yeah and you're like jesus but i i would like to point out here on this kernels around thing this is something i find kind of funny so bill b94 z97 Mm-hmm. 18 kernels around, right? Do you see that little note right there next to that variety? It says same, same as 3550. So yep. if you want to go down here to 3550, 14.7. 14. This is one of my favorite things that goes on in the <laughs> genetics world is when they tell you it's exactly the same. It's got this parent and this parent, and they're exactly the same. And then you look at stuff like this, and you're like, well, <laughs> clearly it's way. not the same. Wow. <laughs> the same or not, right? Clearly, it's even, not. Even the height-wise, they're quite different in if the these, other parameters. And those populations were actually surprisingly close. Yes. So for the range that we have, they were yeah. right in there. So I mean, it wasn't like it was a one was really low and really high pop or something like that. And to me, when you have like the they were within a hundred. Right. That was closest. Right. And you could be. To me, when you have the whole like these are the same, but they're from two different companies. The one difference should be seed treatment, which should be what population right it should be the right. greatest like sure. where you see Things the seed treatment yep. difference yeah so for it to be actually exa- that's actually the closest stat on here between those two is population then everything else is wildly different but they're the same the r1 like the the v12 heights were exactly. about the same yep. but the r1 height the bravant underperformed compared to the 3550 and then your stem diameters are pretty close if I'm looking at this right. So, yeah, no, that was the only big difference was the difference in height of the, the parameters we have here. We've talked about this before, too, but, like, you know, when they tell you, like, hey, you know this variety that you really like? Well, we got its sister variety that's going to replace it. It's just as good. It's almost the same. And then you're always, like, it, you start planting, you're, like, it's not. It doesn't yield it's, or yeah. whatever. Oops, well, we detasseled the wrong variety. <laughs> well, I mean, here's a here's a pretty side-by-side comparison, and, yeah, we don't have yield on it here, and maybe they'll yield. They're going to yield may- exactly the same bushels somehow. Yeah, so looking at the teams here and uh, categories and all that kind of stuff, um, looks like, Matt, you won one category. Doug, you won uh, height at V12. Doug, you won one category, stem diameter at R1. 
Bill, you won a category, and this would be a category that'd be Colonel's pretty important to win. Nice, yeah. It is, but I lost the dem- the stand count one, so yeah, we'll so it doesn't play as well. Yep. And then I I won two categories: stand count and height at our one, and then Todd. You just even. Todd. I was like in the middle. I didn't. Lose yeah, you were any. always in the middle. With you it. didn't lose like any. Right down the middle on all of them. So that'll he's be. On the, he's on the fence. It's just fence sitter Todd. Yeah. yeah. Just as my progression looked pretty. In the category I won, Todd's is kind of the same way. Just all in the middle. In the middle with his stand counts. It'd be interesting how much that plays in with Max having the best, Bill having the worst, and then Bill having the best kernels. Like how much that yeah. really affects the total so, yield in the end. So, Bill, you won one category and lost two. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yep. If, like if you for guys, you, that sucks because you're like, yeah, I won kernels. And you look and you're like, but I lost two other categories. Yeah. I lost one. Doug looks like lost, or Matt yeah. lost one. Doug yeah. lost one. But I kind of lost the important one. Todd lost none. I lost none. Like, and I told you guys last year that was my goal. Like, I want no losers here. Like, it's like sure. all down yeah. the middle. Yep. So I'm just well, I mean, like, how'd that go for you last year? Really good. Did you take directly I, in the middle of I, the I, finish last year? <laughs> no. No. But if you're a loser, but I didn't have that? any ones that brought me down, so it was sure. like great. Well, I mean, winning that. yeah, I had one variety that brought me down to second place by a bushel. Yeah, screwed yeah. that yeah. up. <laughs> I mean, it says lowest kernels, but it's all well length, so right. You don't have length. Well, that's the other okay. part. If you had to pick one of these parameters, like to win it right now, what would you guys population? Pick? Population. Yep. I'd be, I'd be, I agree. And then a close second to kernels around would be like a really. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Is I actually, it'll be interesting to see yeah. yes. with Bill winning one and Max winning the other how much that really plays into. Well, and Max isn't that far behind on kernels round. He's only four. I'll four, do it this. How about I do it? Of a kernel. I'm going to answer your question this way. I'll take kernels around as long as I don't have to be last in stand count. Right. Yeah. That yes. those yeah. two together is yeah. what yeah. really. Yeah. If you could be. Middle and stand count number one in kernels around kernels around all day. But if I have to pick one and be not so good at the other, I'm going to take well, stand like count. Like how Bill is being last in stand count and highest in kernels yep. around. Yeah, that would that would be interesting. And I'm second to last because I have the second lowest stand count and second best kernels. Well, and I'm not saying Bill is Bill's going to be in last place when we get this all harvested. I'm just saying you. If I had to pick one right now, I'd rather be where I am than where he is. I think. Right. But kernels around is probably the biggest. The one to be awesome at right now would be so. But only time will tell. Once we actually get the harvest data in, like we said before, the judge, when the judge makes his verdict at the end of the season here, we'll we'll see what what it looks like. I mean, yeah, we've we've talked about it. Last year we had an order pegged and then a lot of a lot of movement there on you know, up, down, side to side. Whatever you want to call it. Any side wagers or trades going to happen here? I don't know. We already go past the uh, trade deadline. I don't know if yeah. that's possible. Now that i got right. real numbers, I can't get rid of any Yeah. Ride or die. I think we're all pretty good with our team still, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, there's no – none of them really stand out. It's like, ooh, yeah, that looks really, really terrible. Yeah, no injuries so far yet on the field, so I see no like knock on wood tire spot yet. You know, it's not like it's crushing us, but no, but we'll probably see some disease. I mean, we've been seeing a lot out there in the field. I think whether not just tire spot, but other things too. Yeah, northern corn leaf blight is starting to come on pretty good. So I feel like we're we're all our defenses are up for tire spot. Like 
Yeah. And like all this other stuff's going to come in. Oh, yeah. You know, and like blindsight us. Yeah, when Doug, well, came, when Doug came in and said Northern Corn Leaf Black today, I was like, are you, are you kidding yeah. me right now? That, that is the only thing that's going to kneecap tar spots effect, though, <laughs> is every other Everything disease else. being bad, too. Well, yeah. And that was, that was last week. I walked into a field that was down from a windstorm. Yep. And I was like, why is this down? And it was rootworm beetles. And like, oh, we have sure. never had a problem on this farm before. Right. And right. it just, all of a sudden this year, it's terrible. It's really, because I've seen a couple fields like that over the years. And it's one of those things where you always kind of like scratch your head a little bit. Like, okay, something's off here. And it doesn't always, it's not always like readily apparent. But then when you start looking, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah this is well, why. I decided to walk in there at four o'clock in the afternoon uh, well, this was like two Thursdays ago, just peak heat and all the corn's down. So you're like kind of climbing through it and there's just beetles flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's probably why they tipped over. Yeah. Well, is it still pollinate? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It did that's pollinate or yeah, no, good. it's fine. That's good. All right. I don't even that's see good. any like silks. Cool. Just, or you got a trade proposal here. Just, Max, no, or, just for no. the, just, <laughs> just for the sake of argument, I did a, some quick math here, <laughs> taking metrics. your, taking your average New stand metrics. count times your average kernels around. And then I did, uh, uh, every, everybody got the same length, 35. Okay. Okay. So, do, then, so if the playoffs started today, this is, the, and this is that moment, right? The now. yields are low, but I don't think they're very accurate, playoffs but I'm just taking everybody's metrics into account. So the yields are in like the one sixties but I don't think that's what these are going to be in the end. I'm just saying when you do the math this way. Um, so in coming in in last place on these metrics right now is Doug, 156.6. Um, in second to last place, Bill, 160.6. Oh, sorry. Not Bill. Matt, 160.2. Then Bill, 160.65. Then Todd, 162.2. And then I was in first place, 163.7. Are. 50 long. <laughs> the guy doing the math took first place. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy. So who, if the playoffs uh, started today. Yes. Yes. When we did hand checks last year, the guy who was in first place when we were done took what place at the end? Last. 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 So I don't feel very good about this right now. <laughs> but for the sake of argument, you well, know. Well, Doug should feel pretty good about himself then. Yeah, yeah Doug might yeah. be pulling off a big sure. switch here. Well, I told you then. That Bravant, you know, it says it's only 13, three around, but it's coming on. It's by like 55. Right. Maybe even 60. It's coming yeah. on good. Deep kernels. De- very deep. Very kernels. deep. Lots of starch. Heavy, yeah. good test weight. No, um, I just thought it'd be, I guess, interesting throwing a random Mount Long and see where we're at. So. Yeah. And maybe we'll find out that some of these metrics we don't even need to look at next yeah. year maybe we'll be well, like oh I, well i mean stems probably maybe. still very important stems but stems probably important stand counts important kernels it's the height thing i don't know yeah. that's, I, I that's don't gonna have the least i think the height, the height thing is cool it. to look at it, how the different varieties just all of a sudden switching from one to, from yeah. v12 which is not that far away from r1 no right and then <laughs> even just looking at the heights they double between those two stages i agree with you max and that is like i'm like a oh, height whatever but almost like the difference between the two heights could and, be a cool metric and we all know corn hits a point and it just like doubles in height it feels like overnight like it we're aware but to look at it on paper holy buckets but, but is this the height we want to look at because when does the cob uh, actually form what what v stage not v12 no, not r1 sort of v8 
is the girth and all that. You know, I, is well, I really think some guys would argue even, even V5 yeah, or V4. Right. It's between, yes. So it depends which podcast you listen to, I yeah. guess. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Be, so maybe we need an, another parameter right. of height at We need V6 to be measuring at every V stage. <laughs> yeah. the every other, height. The other or, thing is, were, did they go out and take all the measurements at about V12 on everybody? Well, I believe or that is they, true. Like, these are all done the same Same day. day. So that well, well, if I had was, to guess, 35, so, 50, and, you know, right. 50, 77 did not hit V12 at the same. No, they were late, day. and then they get, yes. Good what? point. Good point, Max. Or maybe they did, and then one just one only goes to V twelve, and the other one goes to V eighteen. I mean, but with the crazy weather this year, I, I'd believe it more this year than other years that you might have had some stuff catching up to other varieties. But yeah, so there you go. That is our fantasy corn update. So thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us, Matt. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Enjoy listening. We'll have results this fall once harvest is happening i'm sure we'll do probably do another update in between there maybe with some hand checks or something like we did last year but thanks for listening as always happy farming